Hey, how are you? This is Scott Brian Comstock, and welcome to another episode of the Optimistic Advocate Podcast. This is episode 25, and today we are really fortunate to have as our guest Avni Godsey. Avni Godsey's life was changed forever after an inspirational trip to India when she was just 12 years old, where she was shown several unique works of art, was overcome with intense emotions when she realized that these incredible artistic creations were painted by people with no arms. This instantly sparked a flame inside her, wanting to change how the world perceived those with disabilities and illnesses, not seeing them as people who were different, but rather as people who are normal and just like many of us who may not have their limitations. They're able to express themselves in whatever way they choose to feel special. Now, this realization drove Avni to create Heartification, an official nonprofit business where her artistic creations are sold, raising money to fully fund pop-up events where those with disabilities and illnesses can express themselves through art to feel special. And with over $30,000 raised in just a year and a half, she's just getting started. And I need to tell you, the time of this interview, which was, um, I believe we did this interview in March, Avni had just turned 14 years old. Avni Godsey, amazing advocate. I think you're really going to enjoy this interview. So let's have a listen. Avni Godsey, I'm very, very excited to uh, speak with you. Let's see, where should we start? So Avni, you are 14, 15? 14. 14 years old. You're an entrepreneur. You're an advocate. Uh, You're an artist. You're a podcaster. Do you sleep? (laughs) Yes, I do sleep. (laughs) Okay. I just want to make sure because I'm I'm looking at your resume here and looking at your website and reading through it. I'm thinking, my goodness. So I want to get into that in a minute to talk about what, what, what motivates you. But just to set the stage, talk to us about this nonprofit. Talk to us. I think the story is wonderful how you came about it, but why don't you share that with our listeners? Yeah, sure. Um, So the inspiration behind my nonprofit business called Heartification is in 2018, when I had gone on a trip to India with my family, my grandpa had shown me these postcards and the front of the postcards were paintings that were painted by people that had no arms. So they used their mouths and their feet to paint and the paintings were amazing. And I was just, you know, blown away because like, if you were to think of like someone that had no arms, you wouldn't think that they could paint such a beautiful painting. So that was my inspiration um, to help those with disabilities and illnesses and to take away the stereotype that those with disabilities and illnesses can't do the same things as those that are quote unquote normal. So then in June of 2019, I started my nonprofit business. And then in September, I had my fundraiser and my goal was to raise $2,500 and I raised over $5,000 by selling my art and we did a raffle and donations. And then I also had my pop-up event of in November of that same year, 2019, where those people with disabilities and illnesses actually came to my event and they were able to express themselves while painting, which was really amazing to see. You know, the, the name of the podcast that I run is called The Optimistic Advocate. And, and we focus, in, and primarily we focus in the mental health space, right? And, and we are 
always looking for inspirational individuals who who are strong advocates, which you clearly are. And and I always get asked, well, what 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 is an advocate? And in my mind, it's an advocate sees an injustice and and looks for opportunities to address that injustice and 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 make things better for those uh, who need help. What what's your definition of an advocate? Well, I think, you know, my definition is the same as yours, someone who sees something that's not right in the world. For example, me is the stereotype of those with disabilities and illnesses not being able to do the same things as, like I said, quote unquote, normal people, which is there's no such thing as a normal person. We're just people. We're just human beings. We're just different mentally and physically. So my yeah, so basically my definition is the same as yours. Anyone who sees an opportunity or an injustice, you know, in the world and wants to help that and, you know, either take away the stereotype like how I'm doing or to help just help the world. What I find so important to understand from the people we interview and they're from all different walks of life is like how you get from that point where Kind of like what you were describing, you're over in India, you're seeing these beautiful pictures and you go, and, and that, you know, that feeling in your stomach that just kind of goes, oh, you know, we got to, I got to do something with this. How did you make the idea come to life? I mean, how did you tell your family? How did, how did you say, hey, I got an idea? <laughs> yeah. So it actually took me like about six months to kind of like work up the courage and get the idea. But I just remember this day like so clearly. I was sitting on the couch in the living room. My dad and my sister were playing a board game um, just like on the floor. And I was just kind of like staring and then I kind of just got the idea. I was remembering when my grandpa had shown me the postcards and it all just came to me of helping those with disabilities and illnesses express themselves through art because, you know, I have been involved in the art space my whole life. Um, I started doing art when I was, I started art classes when I was four years old. And then, so I walked up to my dad and I told him what did I want, what I wanted to do. And he was like, all for it. Um, then I told my sister, my sister was really excited. So was my mom and my aunt was visiting at that time. Um, and then the next day we bought my um, website and yeah, that's just where it started. And then I had my fundraiser, my pop-up event, and here we are now. So take me through a little bit the life of an advocate, because very often the journey from an idea to actually, you know, in your case, putting the website together and making it happen doesn't always go smoothly. Were there, were there points in times where you had to work through some bumps in the road? Definitely, definitely. I had a lot of, I felt like I had a lot of pressure on me because I had to, you know, do all of this stuff. I had to promote my business I had to raise money I had to make art pieces on top of that I had schoolwork you know I also wanted to you know you know hang out with my sister I didn't want to kind of push her away yeah so there was a lot of ups and downs and my dad helped me through it and you know understanding how to manage my time and prioritize things so there's definitely a lot of ups and downs but you know when I look at it from like in the big picture, it's an amazing opportunity and experience. And there's always going to be ups and downs in business and in life in general. And you just have to, you know, push through it. What wisdom, such wisdom. Oh, oh, oh Lord, I'm 64. I'm still learning what you're talking about. <laughs> 
Oh, that's that's just that's just really uh, absolutely wonderful. What did your friends think as you were talking? I was thinking to myself, what was I doing at fourteen? You know, and 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 I certainly wasn't thinking about this amazing, not only an entrepreneurial spirit in a business, but a but a business that directly is going to impact the lives of those uh, with disabilities and and you know challenges is amazing. But what did your friends say? My friends, I don't really remember when I told them like specifically, but you know, they found out obviously. Um, and my friends and my family also have been super supportive. Um, my two best friends, they volunteered at my fundraiser and pop event and they love to know, you know, what's going on. So they've been extremely supportive, which is great. You know, I love to have that those people around me that will support me and help me in what I'm trying to do. Yeah. What's next for this, uh, uh, for this effort? The main goal is, you know, just to have pop-up events, multiple pop-up events where those with disabilities and illnesses can come and express themselves. So, you know, there will be many future fundraisers and pop-up events that uh, we'll be doing, obviously, because of COVID, that's not possible right now. But yeah, definitely in the future, multiple pop-up events. And that's just the main goal of Hardification. So the art that I see, this beautiful art that I see on your website. Thank you. Is that all you? Yes, it's all me. I've been painting since I I was really little. And then my parents had put me in art classes when I was four, which is where I developed my talent. And I took a real interest in art. And I love doing art, you know. It's my passion. And yeah. It's quite exquisite. And we're going to put a a link in the show notes to your website and and all of this uh, this art that uh, that Avni has done is just is for sale and it all goes to a wonderful wonderful concert. Your I have to say your use of colors is uh, striking. Thank you. Did you have a particular type of training or did it just come to you or what? Well, um, yeah, so as I said. You know, it's very like unclear to me because I just remember doing art my whole life. So like, I think I, when I, I was put in art classes and then at the end we would like have separate kind of like projects, uh, so to speak. So sometimes we would make like a clay model or like a painting or different like things. And the parents would come to pick us up and we would display our art. And my dad tells me the story where he would like all the art is on display and the best one there to to him was my piece of art that I had done. So so he always tells me this, that my art always, you know, stuck out and my techniques and my use of color like stuck out. But I just remember, you know, going to the art class and expressing myself and having fun. I wasn't really thinking about, oh, yeah, mine's going to be better or or whatever, you know, no comparison. Um, but yeah, I've been doing art as long as I can remember. So, and now I'm also going to a professional art teacher who's an artist herself. Um, and she's helped me with, you know, finding new techniques, how to make things, you know, look more realistic. And yeah, she's an amazing art teacher. Well, it's, it's, uh, your, uh, spirit flows through your art. It's, it's, it's quite striking. It's beautiful. Hey, tell me about the Heartification Care Package. I saw that and I and I thought, what a wonderful and Heartification, folks. I mean, I didn't say is the name of the nonprofit, but tell me about the Care Package. What's that? Yeah, definitely. So I um, I came up with this idea during the pandemic because you know everyone's mental health has been down, and 
we all have to stay inside our houses for as much like you know as much as we can um so i designed this care package where you can buy it for yourself or for a family member or for a friend or for anyone you know and basically it just includes a canvas paint brushes paints and then a personalized card and whoever you send it to or if you just buy it for yourself you can express yourself just you know by sitting at home which you can do on a day-to-day basis but you know this allows you, you actually, you know, get a package and I guess it's just more fun. You like get this package, you're like, oh, let's, you know, let's do this. The care package was just to, you know, lift up people's spirits. Yes. Well, you, you do that quite well. As if you're not busy enough, you also have a podcast. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Avni. <laughs> I give. Okay, I give. So tell me about, tell me about the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So um, my podcast, I interview people different ages, different backgrounds, different careers, um, and I interview them on how art affects their life, has it, how it has affected their life in difficult situations and the impact that art can have on a person and how art is incorporated in many, many different things. And I always say this on my podcast where when I first looked at art I would like the first thing that came to my mind was painting drawing coloring sculpting all those you know basic visual arts but as I got deeper and actually thought about it like art in my definition of art is anything or any form you're able to express yourself so speaking can be an art if you're expressing yourself you know anything can be an art as long as you're expressing yourself and I say this multiple times on my podcast and You know, it's so amazing to see different people have like, you know, different careers and different backgrounds, but how art is incorporated in all of them, which is to me amazing. You know, when I look at the at the nonprofit, when I look at the podcast, your sense of inclusivity, of being inclusive of all is incredible. Where does that come from? I honestly don't know. I mean, my parents, you know, they're, they're, you know, the same as me. They don't see any difference between those with disabilities and illnesses. So um, I probably, you know, get it from them. They both have, you know, kind hearts, you know, they're caring, they're giving. So I most probably get it from them. This has been just absolutely delightful. But I I do want to ask you, a lot of people listen to this show, maybe in, in jobs or, you know, positions where they may not feel fulfilled and and may want to venture out and do something different, follow their passion. What's your advice to them? My advice, and you know, for anyone is follow what you love. You know, I always say this when someone asks me, like, what would you, if you had one thing you could say, like, what would you say? I always say, follow what you love and what you're passionate about. Like, I have a love for art, and I've been doing it since I was little, and I incorporated that into my business. You don't have to, like, focus on one path that the world has set out for you. You can make your own path, and you can make your own path with the things you're passionate about. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. I am so excited about you and about the work you do and, and the contribution you're making to, uh, uh, you know, what we all want is a, is a better society that's more inclusive of, of all. And, uh, and uh, boy, I, I really see you doing that. 
Thank you so much. It has been an absolute delight. Yes, thank you so much. This was an amazing opportunity and it was really great to talk to you. Is there any message you want to leave our listeners? I think, you know, the only message is, you know, to follow your passion and don't listen to what my dad calls the naysayers who are telling you what to do. And, you know, I actually, I saw this quote, or I don't know if it was a quote, but it was like a saying. It was like, there's like so many people in the world, but somehow an opinion of one person can let you down. And that was just like, like, whoa, like if you actually think about it, there's so many people in the world, but you always, you know, if someone says one like comment that affects you, you let that drag you down, which, which it shouldn't. And I mean, of course, you know, we're human beings. We're going to have those bad days, which is totally fine. But I think you should, you know, just follow your passions. Like I always said. Such wisdom, such wisdom. I, I feel blessed and I feel honored uh, that you came on the uh, podcast. Uh, you, you, you're going to uplift the spirits of, of our listeners, no doubt. Thank you, Avni. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Have a great day. Oh, man. What I tell you, folks? Is Avni Gadzi not an inspiration to the advocacy community? If, if this is what our young advocates look like now... We are in great hands. We are really, really in great hands for the future. Uh, a delightful interview with Avni Godsey. You can find out more about Avni and her nonprofit organization, help support her work. Uh, you can find those links in the show notes. But for now, this is Scott Brian Comstock, the Optimistic Advocate, and I will see you later. We're happy to share whatever we've got.